That was lovely, wasn't it? That was a rendition of Crazy by Gnarls Barkley, in case you haven't heard. Hello, and welcome to episode 39 of the Roaming Reigns Hour. The Roaming Reigns Pirate Radio. Roman Public Radio. Stale air with Roman. And I'm just fucking with you. Hello, and welcome to episode 39 of Roaming Reigns. The Roman Grindhouse Factory, brought to you by your friends at Roman's Grindhouse Factory. I might have to whittle away five minutes of Gnarls Barkley. And let me just plug in my phone here to charge. It's off. It's off. It's just on airplane mode. All I have is a timer on. That's it. That's it. Hopefully you won't be able to hear the ambient noise since I've been doing a lot more audacity fucking troubleshooting and tips and tricks and shit, so I figured out how to make it sound a lot better, so you're welcome. No, but thank you. Thank you so much for listening once again. This week has been a crazy motherfucking week. I don't know where to start, but I did have time to write down bullet points and shit like that. I just wanted to kick off with Gnarls Barkley because I randomly, and I don't even think I wrote that on my notes. Let me check. No, I didn't. I didn't write down kick-ass in my show notes. That's fucked up. I need to write it down. Kick-ass. Here we go. Kick-ass. With Aaron Taylor Johnson, Chloe Moretz, Nick Cage, Malk Strong, and McLovin. I just watched that for free on Tubi. I wanted to rent it. I wanted to rent both of them. I remembered the second one kind of sucking more. And I realized that there were two Quicksilvers in the first Kick-Ass movie. So, what's his name from American Horror Story? The Quicksilver from the Marvel X-Men movies. And then, of course, Aaron Taylor Johnson from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, from the Avengers. But, oh, and I should start off with the date, time, and everything. Hello, and it's Saturday. Welcome. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the iPod broadcast, even though no one has iPods anymore. They have iPhones and Androids. No iPods. Or rare if you do. Zunes, maybe. It is Alexa. What days? Oh, Alexa's still dead and buried. It's Saturday, September 12th. It's noon. Started this exactly at noon. I was watching episode 3 of Raised by Wolves earlier, but I had to pause it. It's taking show notes, having breakfast, so that I can come and do this shit. Which I love to do. So I should start off by saying thank you, Anchor. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Kristen Carney, for getting me into this. I actually wrote her an email this week. Yesterday, I should say. Just saying thank you for getting me into Anchor and, and for all the podcasts that she used to do and for a show that she still has, but she hasn't done a new one in a while. And for talking about depression and all that stuff, so hopefully she gets it. And I think I asked her if she wanted to be on this program, so hopefully Miss Carney agrees. She's a comedian, podcaster, podcaster, and just funny. And and I liked her mental health podcast that she still does. She talks very candidly about depression and mental health, and that's kind of what I do here on my off in my off cuff sort of way. That's what I do here. I'm going to need a sip of coffee because I feel like my voice isn't registering the way it should. So, let's see. And as I sip upon this coffee, I'm reminded of Mr. Mark Marin. Marin talks a lot about the great frequency, which is the same kind of metaphor that Hunter Thompson would use. Hunter S. Thompson would use the metaphor about the, the whims of the great magnet. And Mark Marin talks about the great frequency. So, I kind of wish... I understood what they were talking about more than I do, but I guess that comes with age. But anyway, it's Saturday, September 12th, before I get too philosophical. This is El Paso's best motherfucking podcast, period, bar none. And that, my friends, is undefucking-sputed. There's none better. I should probably turn off my fucking... There it is. As I awkwardly reached for my fucking record player to turn off the Bluetooth button. It's Saturday, September 12th, 2020. It's 12.13. It was 12.12, as I said that. Greetings to everybody in Ireland, Scotland, UK, Birmingham, France, Italy, Spain, Netherlands, Germany, as I very professionally grab a lozenge, sugar-free, by the way. So, greetings to all the Canadian listenership. I know you guys love me up there. Let's have some oh-so-good cake sometime. 
some Timbits, Tim Hortons, which ironically I haven't made myself a Tim Hortons, and I'm drinking generic Target coffee. Not even the good kind, just regular generic Big Ben coffee. But I can't complain. Yesterday I had a pumpkin spice latte, so I'm good. A lot of things to talk about as I loudly drink water into the mic. So I've been reading Whole Again, Healing Your Heart and Rediscovering Your True Self After Toxic Relationships and Emotional Abuse by Jackson McKenzie, the author of Psychopath Free. Forward by Shannon Thomas, LCSW, author of Healing from Hidden Abuse. I have also been reading The Power of When. Discover your chronotype and the best time to eat, lunch, ask for a raise, have sex, write a novel, take your meds, and more. By Michael Bruce, PhD. Forward by Mehmet Oz, MD. Whoa, I've never clicked into Audacity as I'm recording, so what the fuck? That was awesome. I'll edit that noise out. I think this this is pretty good. This is as flimsy as it fucking gets. Noish, noish, noish. There's no counterweight to this fucking mic at all. I want to start off by thanking everybody for listening. I think we're up to 1148 plays or listens or downloads or whatever so thank you everybody who's still checking it out as i get the fucking hp support assistant that wants to tune up my computer now fuck you postpone for 24 hours motherfucker should probably also mute the speakers at the risk of at the risk of getting some weird feedback so what do I feel like I have to like crane my neck to talk into this? This should be good. This is fine. This is great. I'm gonna have to edit all this noise out, but it's 11. Hmm. Maybe I can put my headphones around the mic and do that for a change. That seems to be better. That seems to be better. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's okay. So what do I want to talk about today? I feel like I'm low energy today. I don't know why. Oh, I know why. So yesterday, first and foremost, I got the flu shot finally for the 2020 flu season so actually last year exactly 365 days ago september 12 2019 is when i got the flu shot i remember going to albertson's after work getting off work having it in my mind like i'm gonna use my work insurance and get the flu shot and it's gonna be awesome so i had coverage at the time finally so i went to the albertson's that's like a couple minutes from my work Went in there, showed him my insurance card, got the shot, then went to the gym next door after I got the shot. So that's how badass it was. And knock on wood, 365 days I hadn't gotten sick or fallen ill. Thank you. Thank you to the higher power. Thank you, God. So here we are again in the middle of this bullshit and for the most part, Let's see what the dry erase board says. As I crane my fucking neck again, it's 168 days. Without social media, without anything, it's 168. So it's 148. It's get them plus 20. Six months and a week. So, six, 20, 25 weeks? 25 weeks without fucking social media. Let's see if you can try it. If you can. If you can do a social media diet, you should. Especially the way I hear things are happening on Twitter. It's fucking bullshit. But more on that, more on the... Let's put a pin on this. Come back to it as it pertains to TSD, TSD, the anthill, Twitter, and everything else. Because someone's really fucking things up. And it's disgusting. But we're not here to sing them their praises. They can fuck off. However, stirring the shit can definitely fuck off, but I digress. So, hello and welcome to Roman Public Radio. This is Stale Air with your host, supercalifragilisticexistentialcrisis host, podcaster, charming guy, jokester. That should be another fucking trailer. Hopefully the grindhouse voice isn't annoying people too much, the fucking... Is an annoying people, but I had fun doing that shit. I was just fucking around with it. I enjoyed it. Hopefully, they like it in Ireland, England, obviously Germany, Europe, Spain, Italy, Asia. I don't know where else they listen. 
They listen in the States a lot. I know that. And Canada, of course. I have a huge... I have like a diehard... Of course I'm joking, but when I say I have a diehard listenership in Canada, it's all tongue-in-cheek. Everyone else who does listen in Europe, in the States, everywhere else, thank you guys. Love every one of you. Shout out to the homie Alex and his new baby nephew. Hopefully the baby nephew's doing good. Shout out to his brother Victor and his lady and their podcast, Chills, Shivers, and Goosebumps. Hopefully it comes back. Cheers to the hoof, the sister podcast, to this podcast, the paw, the podcast, my podcast. I guess LaDondo was MIA, but I guess he's back now, which is good. It's always good to hear that fellow pod carters are back. They're back doing it and doing it and doing it right. Or is it well? I can't remember. I don't remember many of those 90s hip-hop hits except for fucking... Run DMC, that's 80s, and Naughty by Nature, boom. Are you done with OPP? I'm done with OPP, yeah, you know me. Other people's podcasts, OP motherfucking P. I guess I should start off with Kick-Ass, but I did not write, what did I not write? Didn't write Kick-Ass on here, I didn't write, oh, let's start right off the bat. Still haven't seen Tenet, I probably won't, I'm not going to the movies anytime soon. Not until I get another shot in the arm for the COVID vaccine. So, that's just how things are. I had wanted to, but no. Ironically, my younger sister has taken my two nieces out to the movies to see movies they already own. So, like Jurassic Park or Harry Potter or whatever, just because they're cheap. And yet she has a fucking 70-inch TV in the living room. But she feels compelled to bring them to the movies. But I'm not... They're parents, so I can't really say, I can't really opine one way or another, but they're okay. So in this house, my older sister has the flu shot. I have the flu shot yesterday. Actually, both got it at the Super Target. Me, I didn't know they were going to give a a $5 coupon, but I kind of like that for getting a flu shot. And I also like the fact that the fucking city is still keeping us insured, because what the fuck? Yeah, that's good. So I'm glad that they covered the flu shot. 25 bucks that I don't have for that. And the $5 coupon, so it was more like $20, but the $5 coupon I may or may not use for a Pulp Fiction shirt. Or maybe just for Trick or Treat, the DVD, which is $4.99. I don't know. (sighs) Yes, what else? Before I get going, last night, at my behest, my mom made arroz con leche. So if you ever had this, it's like steamed rice with condensed milk and cinnamon sticks and nutmeg and stuff, and you eat it. It's kind of like the same idea behind oatmeal, but it's arroz con leche. So it's steamed white rice with condensed milk and some seasons and spices. And I had that last night with a couple of little Mexican graham cracker type cookies called galletas maria. They're circular graham crackers without all the cinnamon and pixie dust, but they're good. So I had that just because there was a cold snap two days ago. didn't snow or rain, but I was freezing my balls off. So I had to bust out my winter quick for bed cover bedspread from Target. $50 marked down to 25 on Black Friday, or pre-Black Friday. I actually got this October, November last year, too. I got the last one. I had to. I literally was at a Target, walking around, couldn't find it, found it on the app, ordered it, hung around, waited for them to have it, went to the pickup counter, and got it. So, yes. I think I'll lead off with Kick-Ass. So, just randomly, I was... Searching through the Tubi app, which I like because it's free. I mean, they have commercials. It's the same thing behind like the Peacock streaming service or all these other streaming services like Crackle. I like that they're free and I like that they have some of the rare shit. They just bounce around movies. So they had Kick-Ass. I watched it. Watched the scene between Aaron Taylor Johnson and Christopher Minst Plaz. The Red Mist and Kick-Ass when they're in the fucking Mistmobile. The red fucking Mustang. And they're driving and fucking Gnarls Barkley comes on and fucking kick ass. is neck dancing with his arms and shit. So they're grooving to the song. And it reminded me of driving with my longtime ex. 
she'd put on a song and she'd just start fucking silly, weird, crazy dancing. And either I'm driving or I'm in the passenger seat. And so I'm like doing the neck shuffle and, you know, we're busting move as we drive. We always did that. So it kind of reminded me of that watching Kick-Ass and also made me feel old that Kick-Ass is 10 years ago. And Aaron Taylor Johnson's like 30-something, and his wife is probably 53 or more. His wife is 20 years older than him, so they got together. He was 23, and she was 46. So if he's now 33, she's 56. So I think they have kids, but I also just randomly watched National Lampoon's Vacation last night, and looked up Beverly D'Angelo because she looked pretty good and didn't realize that she had twins with Al Pacino like 20 years ago, a boy and a girl, and they're kind of like the Jack and Kelly Osborne of the Pacino family. Like, that's what they look like. Glasses and nothing like Pacino or the mom. So twins. And Beverly D'Angelo is like 68, so 20 years ago she was 48 and she had kids. Fucking weird. I mean, she had Pacino's kids, but still. Fucking kicking myself that last week I didn't talk about Zack Sabbath, the album that Zack Wilde put out. Pretty much revamping, redoing, not rebooting, but just recording the first Black Sabbath album with him and Blasco and another guy. Just the three-piece. Zack doing the vocals and the guitar and calling it Vertigo. And it sounded pretty fucking good. I heard the whole thing on YouTube. Apparently it's not on digital. You can only buy it on CD or vinyl, which I'm really, really, really tempted to get it on vinyl. I haven't gotten any new vinyl in a long-ass time. The last thing I got was the Black Dahlia Murder album, Verminous. While I still had a job, I pre-ordered it, so and then I forgot about it. Then it came in. I'm like, what the fuck? Cool. But Zack Sabbath sounds exactly like the first Sabbath record, so if you guys have that, you'll know what I'm talking about, because... It sounds scary how good Zach's voice sounds. It sounds a lot like Ozzy's. If you know anything about Black Label Society, Zach Wilde, or Ozzy, you know what I'm talking about. But my favorite is obviously Nativity in Black. I called it N-I-Z when I listened to it. I'm like, Nativity in Zach, this shit is great. great." So I told my bro about it, my bro Keith, and he's like, yeah, it sounds good. And he's like a harsh critic and shit. He's like a metal snob, kind of. Still love him. But yeah, that was good. I, I should... Uh, I'm going to try and drop some of it in here, but if I can't, fuck it. I'll just stick with the gnarls. But if you want to check it out, Alicia, get on Pandora. I don't think Zack Sabbath is on there, but it'll be on YouTube. What else, since I'm on a new music kick, before I move on to serious stuff? Mastodon put out Medium Rarity, so it's a bunch of instrumentals and rare songs. The only song that I was stoked for in Mastodon's new release medium rarities was cut you up with a linoleum knife from the intro to aqua teen hunger force the movie because i love those cartoons if i know alicia or amy or anybody else you love those cartoons i have the movie here i think i'll watch it as i edit this since it's cooler up here it's cool enough to edit it's cool enough that there's not that many flies or bugs or anything the birds are starting to fuck off which is nice so that's what I like about the cold. Enlightened by the cold. I think that's a Shadows Fall song, if anybody knows who that is. I think that'll be the last time you'll hear birds chirping on this podcart for the season. The birds are starting to nest. The sun is shining, but I don't think today's going to get anything higher than 87. So that's cool for when you go walking and shit, or when you get up in the morning and go. I woke up late today. Well, no, I woke up at 7, actually, and then I kind of, like, hung out in bed and didn't get up until around 10, 10.30ish. And I was going to make tea and stuff, but my mom was already up, so turkey bacon, eggs, coffee, a real breakfast. Still taking naps, so I recommend it highly. If you can nap for 20 minutes, do it. Gaining weight, which sucks. I think it was because I missed walking twice this week so like wednesday and thursday walked yesterday but not thursday or wednesday but it's all right wednesday rain thursday my 
left hip was now bothering me, so yay. I did do yoga. The only yoga I missed was Wednesday, but all these other days I've done at least 5 to 10 to 15 minutes of yoga. Or should I not get the vinyl? Should I get the Zach Sabbath? I kind of want to. Either that or the first Sabbath record. If anyone has vinyl or knows how to get super cheap vinyl or has vinyl they don't want, send it this way, dude. It's all good. I'll take it. I should probably do this now. If anyone can please tell... Well, not tell. If anyone can graciously and most humbly ask Mr. J. Sarge if he would spare a moment of his time and his talent to create some music, some intro music, some very Rammstein-ish type intro and outro music for this podcast, I would certainly appreciate it. And since I'm not on the Twitter anymore, if anybody has a line to the J. Sarge, at the J. Sarge on the Twitter or whoever, I would certainly appreciate that. Or if you guys want to give him my email address, dead underscore Rufio at Yahoo. So, yeah. I feel like some J-Sarge intro music would be dope. That would be a cool Christmas present to get, even though it's fucking September. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I just... I would interact a little with him and stuff, but not enough to be like, yo, J-Sarge, can I bug you for this? I mean, I know you're a musician and people bother you all the time with that, but... I'm kind of weird that way. I don't like to bother people in that sense. As much as I call out for people to send and submit art and stuff, yes, Brit, I'm looking at you. We need some Brit original art for this podcast. That would be cool. But again, I'm not going to bother you with it because you're probably busy too and life and shit. But if this show had some Brit, Tesdy Town Brit, I should say, thumbnail artwork that would be dope but i'm not gonna hold my breath of course i'm not gonna impose on a friend and be like hey you should draw this for me doesn't happen i should mention though that someone very cool is or has knitted me some booties forgot to write about that someone actually knitted me some booties so thank you amy yeah she knitted me a grown-ass man some booties that say t-e-s-d on them and I think she may have shared a picture, I don't know. But I saw these and I was like, dude, I forgot. So I'm probably going to get these for, or just in time for the winter, I hope. And I will be wearing them. Mark my words, Amy, when I get them, as soon as I get them, whenever that is, I'm going to wear Tesdi handmade, homemade, Amy knitted booties on my feet as I record this podcast. Today I'm not wearing Crocs, by the way. What did I, where did I see or hear? Oh, there was a croc joke. I forget. I was literally watching something and someone made a a joke about crocs, wearing crocs. Not understanding humans and wearing crocs and shit. I can't remember where I heard it, but fuck. Of course, Gnarls Barkley, so. I just realized that CeeLo Green is in Gnarls Barkley. First introduced to him through the boondocks. Rollo Goodlove, the Reverend Rollo Goodlove, that's him. So that one song in one episode where everybody's dancing and it sounds like gospel music is a Gnarls Barkley song and I had no idea until I went down a kick-ass Gnarls Barkley rabbit hole and I saw that and I was like, that's the Boondock song. And it's, of course, a song off the first Gnarls Barkley record, which was out 10 years ago. So I've been listening to a lot of that lately. A lot of Warbringer, this thrash metal band from LA. The Mastodon, of course. What else? It's been mostly Gnarls Barkley all week, especially that song Crazy, and what else? Classical music, of course. Been listening to the Jim Cornette experience and Busted Open Radio, so a lot of wrestling. I guess from music and books, which I've been trying to read, but this week's been kind of touch and go with reading, but I have read. But speaking of wrestling, I should move to the wrestling because holy fuck. All out. Last Saturday was pretty fucked up. It was bad. Now this is before I heard the Jim Cornette experience reviewing All Out. I'm not going to review the whole thing, but let's just say All Out, AEW pay-per-view. If you're a fan, Alicia, your hubs, Chris, Alex is a fan, anyone who's a fan. Nikki in Ireland, if you're a fan of AEW, anybody, anybody in Canada, whoever. All Out was a bad pay-per-view. 
And I watched All In with Mike Tyson. That was good. All Out was fucking bad. It was... Uh, I'm going to try and summarize it as best I can, but... All Out, I watched it. Fucking tooth and nail match, cinematic bullshit match with Britt Baker and Big Swall. Big Baker. Britt Baker. They were just fighting in her dentist's office. That was fucking stupid. That's all I'm going to say. When I first saw the match, as it was happening, I'm like, why am I watching this? Why is this on a pay-per-view? There was no real wrestling. There was no real anything. They were just like walking around the dentist's office. Britt Baker stabs herself in the leg with Novocaine. They go outside to the dumpster. They do one little spot, come back in. She covers her on the dentist chair. Oh, the, the finish is Big Swole puts the nitrous on Britt Baker, knocks her out, and covers her one, two, three. Boring. The Luchasaurus Jungle Boy match with the Bucks was the next one. That was pretty good, I thought. Like, the Bucks were catching some heat. Because they couldn't put away Jungle Boy and shit, so... I hope they turn heels, because they've been kind of boring in the last year. What was the next fucking match? The Battle Royal? Oh, God, that was bullshit. Battle Royal. <laughs> the Matt Seidel slip, like he debuted. Matt Seidel, he was in TNA and Impact or whatever. NJPW, New Japan, fucking WWE. This third eye guy. The third eye guy, Matt Seidel debuts, knees Sean Spears in the face, and then he gets up on the top rope. He's going to do a shooting star press on somebody. He fucking slips, falls on his back, almost breaks his neck, and that was his debut. And he's been catching shit for it all week. What else? Oh, Darby Allen took a stupid bump. They filled a body bag with thumbtacks, put Darby Allen in it, pile drove him. No, they didn't pile drive him. They threw him out of the ring to the ramp area to the steps and there he stayed in a body bag closed in you never saw him get out nothing what was the point of that i forget the rest except for the sammy guevara matt hardy match there should just matt hardy should retire or not wrestle anymore because it wasn't like two even two minutes of that match they go up into uh hydraulic riser thing it's not like a forklift it's like a little cherry picker thing whatever it's called to do a bump onto a, a merch table that's next door to that that's next to this hydraulic lift sammy and matt go up there they're kind of exchanging blows punches then they're going to do a spot they're going to take a dive off the top onto a table and there's no padding or anything there's just concrete they kind of overshot the table and Matt Hardy fucking bumped his head against the concrete and knocked himself out. He was stiff as a fucking board. The doctor comes out, Doc Samson. They stop the match. The referee gives the X. Then they restart it and all this shit. The finish was Sammy Guevara. They go out to the ring. They go up to the scaffolding. So Matt Hardy's concussed, but they restarted the match. They go up. The scaffolding from the stage knocks Sammy into this rigged pile of boxes, and yeah, Matt Hardy got a concussion. I'm not on Twitter, so supposedly they said his wife is talking mad shit. She's a spitfire, talking shit about Tony Khan and the company and shit. Thankfully, he's okay. Matt Hardy came back on Dynamite this Wednesday to say he's okay, but he's going to chill out take it easy because fuck, man. Seeing him fall just on his back and not even like a hardy type bump. This is just like a fall on his back and boom. Knock his head into the concrete and he was stiff. He went stiff like his body just went out. That was scary. So I kind of deflated the rest of the pay-per-view, the rest of the matches. The Jericho-Orange Cassidy match I thought was good. Putting Jericho, putting Orange Cassidy over I should say. Mimosa Mayhem. Yeah. So Jericho lost. Orange Cassidy dumped him in a vat of Mimosa. I thought it was funny, but people don't like it. I'm just going to name drop real quick the Jim Cornette podcast or experience or whatever. He talks mad shit about AEW and everyone. He's got some good points, though. This pay-per-view, and I'm an AEW fan, but this pay-per-view sucked. It was bad. It was embarrassing. I have some critiques of it. I'm not going to not watch AEW, but they're kind of right. It's a little sloppy. But they've only been around for almost a year, barely. 
So the last match, Mox and MJF, was a good match. MJF got color, bled. He lost. Lance Archer won that shitty Royal Rumble, so it's going to be Mox versus Lance Archer for the title. So that's good. I watched the sudden death match between Adam Cole and Finn Balor for the NXT Championship on NXT. That one was a lot better. So Finn Balor is a champ in NXT, so that's fucking cool. That's dope. I'm not ashamed to admit this, but I think NXT is a better quality product. I love AEW for what it is, for the alternative, but I gotta say NXT is like the better quality product, hands down. Rhea Ripley, Yoshirai, fucking Finn Balor, Punishment Martinez, aka Damian Priest. I'm kind of bummed that Killer Cross, or Carrion, whatever, Killer Cross is injured, but fuck it. But NXT is still dope. I dig it. So anyway, I finished Titans season season. I finished Titans season one. Oh, by the way, I watched a little bit of From Dust Till Dawn yesterday. Not all of it. I got to the part where everyone turned into vampires. They ate all the bikers and shit. And now it's only Clooney, Kaitel, Kaitel's kids. Um, Tom Savini and Fred Williamson. So just the survivors and shit. I didn't finish it yet, but loved watching the Cheech Marine, the Chet Pussy scene again. Wink if you go a couple episodes back. This is again going to be episode 39, so we're saving 37 for a VIP guest, which in listening to a little bit of last week's while editing, I forgot to edit out a little thing, so there's an Easter egg of who it may be. If you listen closely, if not, it's alright. I finished Titans Season 1. It was really good. I liked the ending. I liked the Hawk and Dove backstory. There's a lot of serious shit in there, man. Like, that I I thought, eh, Hawk, corny character. But they really, really did their homework for these shows, man. Like, the Swamp Thing, I liked a lot. Titans, I didn't think I was going to like that much. But I ended up liking it a lot more than Swamp Thing. For different reasons. I still like Swamp Thing, but... Titans ended up really, really enjoying the way it ended and everything. The last episode of season one, where Robin imagines he goes back to Gotham City and shit, and Batman kills a Joker, and just Gotham City's all rank and shit, and it's just, it's exactly how Gotham City should be portrayed. So I liked it. And now I can't wait for season two, which they haven't gotten for me yet. I'm still waiting on that, motherfuckers. Somebody returned season two already. Or I could consider purchasing it at Target, but no, I think I'll just rent it from the library. Doom Patrol, though. Halfway through Doom Patrol, and it's fucking good, too. I like it. It's so fucking weird, like, the shit that goes on in Doom Patrol. Like, when I first see it, and I'm watching it alone, I'm like, what the fuck? And then as soon as that happens, like, fucking Roboman and Crazy Jane. Crazy Jane's my favorite character, besides Roboman, fucking Encino Man. Fucking Brendan Fraser's perfect for that show. But when I saw some of the weird shit in Doom Patrol, like the mid-episodes, I'm like, what the fuck? And then like two seconds later, the characters in the show go like, what the fuck? So they know that it's a weird-ass fucking show, but it's cool. It's my kind of show. I'm loving it. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm savoring every episode. I realized, too, speaking of TV and shit, that I have season five of impractical jokers i have seasons three four and five left in my collection i think i sold season one and two seasons one and two i could probably watch anywhere else or whatever but season five on dvd i just cracked it open started watching it and it actually made me laugh i didn't watch these episodes since they came out which was four years ago four years ago when i saw the jokers live and went to red bank for the first time so those were the cool episodes for me i like those i just hadn't seen them so the DVDs. I played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 on the N64 the other day that I didn't walk. And I got to the LA stage, so I'm doing that. And I have my PlayStation with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, but I don't think I have the the auxiliary cable for that, or I don't know where the fuck it is. I have to look for it, unfortunately. So I'm stuck playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. May do some GoldenEye, but N64. Oh, by the way, speaking of N64... So last week, or not last week, but when I uploaded the episode this week was my sister's birthday on Tuesday, so that's why I saved it. 
I got her, I was ruminating last Saturday about what to get her for her birthday, so I ended up getting her an N64 white hoodie from Target and a Harry Potter birthday card that I got my nieces, my mom, and everybody to sign. Since she's into the 64 too, even though I got her into the 64, but anyway. If she doesn't play anyway, she's a PlayStation 4 gal. Probably PlayStation 5 too. But I got her that. I got her size large. Hopefully she likes it, but... And if she didn't, I would have gotten it, because it's a fucking bomb-ass hoodie. But I was able to return some items and get her that hoodie. And then get myself a pumpkin spice latte. And then, of course, when I went to get the flu shot yesterday, I also got another pumpkin spice latte. Since I have a coupon for 20% off in-store fucking lattes. It's kind of cranky waiting for the flu shot, I'll admit. Because I was signing up, I signed, uh, I signed the forms and shit, or I'm like, oh, I'm, I want to get the shot. So they're like, all right, we'll give you some forms and shit. So it took them a while, there was nobody there, and then all of a sudden I see that there's this white chick getting a flu shot from the pharmacist already. I'm like, what the fuck, I was here before her, or I don't know, I didn't see her. She got the shot, she's wearing like a long sleeve white shirt that says freedom on the back, the American flag of freedom. It's fine. I don't know why I got cranky, like I wandered around and shit, it it was a little crowded at Target, but I had my double-layered mask. I went to check out the shirts and shit and everything, came back. I went to get the hand sanitizer, the cart wipes, wiped on my phone and shit. And the lady that was at the front, a different lady, was like, can I help you, sir? I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to get a flu shot. I was not super rude to her, but I was like, yeah, I'm waiting for a shot. Like, kind of, not impatient, but I was like, kind of dry, so I kind of shut down. So like, Walt Flanagan level, like, just dry, robot-y. I wasn't rude, but I was like, I'm waiting for a shot. And then she's like, what's your name? I'm like, then I spell my last name and my first name. And she's like, oh, okay, sir. And then I just go around the corner to where the counter is and kind of stand there because I don't want to sit on those benches. And then when I come back, it's a different girl <laughs> with my form. So whoever asked me first, that lady was either working on some shit or just didn't want to deal with me, I guess, because, like I said, I didn't raise my voice. I didn't call her names or nothing. I was just like, oh, this is my name. I'm waiting for a flu shot, but I didn't yell, and I also had a mask, and I know she heard me, but because the girl, when the different girl came with the forms, and I was nice to the girl with the forms, I was like, thank you, and I appreciate it, and I asked her about the $5 CVS coupon that you get for getting the shot there, so I got the coupon, got the shot, even thanked the pharmacist, but the pharmacist seemed to take a little bit longer time with the white chick bullshitting and blabbering and whatever which is fine and then when i asked him like hey so what is this like a new batch of flu shot or blah blah blah?" he's like yeah so you're forcing blah 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 fine of course i'm not going to get the same special treatment as a blonde chick in target that's fine it's not why i'm there i'm there to get a fucking shot i don't need him to kiss my ass or my balls but I wasn't rude, but it's like, why did it take longer than it should have? There was no one else there. There was people dropping off prescriptions after I signed up for the flu shot, and that chick wasn't there at all, so I don't know. Weird. Unless I figure when I went out to look for the men's shirts and then walked back, they called me, but there was no one there. When I came, no one called, and they're like, you, sir? No. Because I'm sitting there waiting. What am I going to do, stand in front of the counter and obstruct the line so that they can't help other people? No, I... I sign up or do what I gotta do, give them my insurance card, and then I get the fuck out of the way. I don't, I don't linger, and I don't like people behind me, but it's fine. Maybe I should work on my rage and anger. But anyway, I got the pumpkin spice latte. The Starbucks girl is kind of rude, too. Or I don't know why, because there was another guy behind me, six feet away. It's like this douche with the aviator glasses and the gym gear and stuff, and I said, I have a coupon from the Target app. Can I use it? She said, yeah. And then I have the Starbucks pay thing on my phone, so let me get that. I didn't take that long to pay for the order. She didn't even ask me the name. She just like, okay. And then she asked the guy behind me the name, and he got a cold brew fucking, he got a cold brew pumpkin spice, which I asked for last time I was there. And the chick said there wasn't any, so now there was. Hmm. Weird. I think I'll try it next time. But that kind of got me a little worked up. Maybe I should control my anger more, but decided to go to the library to return some stuff that I finished watching. Titans, Swamp Thing, etc. They're not open, just the book drop. 
because they leave all the shit there for like two weeks and then they sanitize, they quarantine it. So then it'll spread it around, which is a good idea. But anyway, so I went to return that shit and then I went for a walk at the park by the library for about an hour and I listened to the comic book man history, the latest episode. And I kind of chilled out and I got my steps and I felt better. Until I got home and got on the scale and saw that I gained weight, which sucks. Am I going to do... Wait. Wait. You haven't done the voice. Are you going to do the AOW minute? Are you going to do the AEW minute? you feeling sorry for yourself? Oh, really quick, before I do the AOW minute, I did... I did peruse a dating site and I did send out a message to someone. I said, hello. I said, good morning or hello, hi, how are you? To which this person replied and retorted with, stop. You're fucking gross, so just stop from saying hello, and that's hand to God. God is my witness. That's all I said is good morning, hello, how are you? Introduce myself. And this girl, that was her response. Her retort was stop. You're gross looking, so stop. And here's the irony. I, I didn't think I would go into this now, but since we're going into the AOW minute, I might as well look for the fucking screenshots. I wish I could have screenshotted the message, but she subsequently blocked me, so I was not able to, unfortunately. I guess because a normal greeting isn't acceptable, so she would rather, what, get talked down to or get pervy messages or whatever that's fucked up but anyway this is a 30 year old a 32 year old excuse me single female interested in casual dating longest relationship two years according to this one picture it looks like she paints her eyebrows with a fucking sharpie or a paintbrush and i'm just being subjective here i'm not being objective i'm just telling you what it looks like and it looks like she's got a neck tattoo, so I should have seen the warning signs and been like, no thanks. And she wears hoop earrings. And I don't think she's particularly unattractive, but with that kind of attitude, fuck her. I know this broad will probably never listen to this, but fuck you anyway. Oh, here's the ironic part. Miss drawn-on eyebrows and shit and hoop earrings. It's alright. She's got a neck tattoo and then another tattoo, like, on her, not even shoulder, it's like upper arm and shit. I don't even know what it says, but I don't care. So anyway, one of these, she's only got like two pictures on this. And this is her irony, which I'm not going to say, oh, the, dating is weird. It's not weird. It's awkward. But just even talking to people is awkward, because you get some of these fucking people with sticks up their ass. But anyway, this chick, this cunt, for lack of a better word. She was cunty to me, so that makes her a cunt. This cunt was also in one of her profile pictures where she kind of looks more respectable, like she doesn't look like she's wearing pancake and clown makeup. She's wearing a shirt that says positive vibes only with little elephants and little feathers and shit. So somebody who's wearing a shirt that says positive vibes only after she gets one or maybe two messages split up because when I said good morning, and then the next message I said, hello, how are you, my name is me. So based on that, I don't get anything back except cap, capital letters, stop, and then you're gross looking, so just stop. And the last thing I replied before, I was going to write something else, like something really like, I was going to go Brian Johnson with it and write a fable, and then I'm like, yeah, fuck this. And then when I tried to write something back, it was it's like I couldn't write her back anymore. But the last thing I wrote was like, so positive vibes only, huh? Oh, no, I think I said so much for positive vibes only. That's what I wrote back, and that's, I think, what made her block me. But I only sent three messages to her three messages. And her messages were fucking rude and hateful and cuntish. So fuck her. Maybe that was a sign. That, that's how you vet people. That's how you screen people. Like, what the fuck? And there's some of you that might say, like, well, maybe she was having a bad day. You don't know what's going on in her mind, blah, 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 a little something. All I said was hello. All I said was good morning. All I said was nice to meet you. And that's merit to stop. Like, and this isn't even through text or anything. This is through a dating app. So you can't even 
send real pictures or anything really except what she sees so what she saw of me was a picture of me in a Telm Steve Dave shirt the, the demon shirt not the four color demons the original demon shirt and from that based on that she said that I'm gross looking I'm not gonna lie that was fucking rude and if I was younger I would have gone off and you know I would spout out all these epithets and retorts and everything but She's a 32-year-old single mother with a neck tattoo and another tattoo. Oh, the tattoos make her a bad person? No, but a neck tattoo in El Paso. Hoop earrings, sharpie eyebrows. Superficial aside, this, this personality is like, why, why am I even going to try to continue to be nice to somebody like that? Fuck her. I'm glad she revealed herself because most of them don't reveal themselves until it's too late, so live and learn but i'm not gonna say oh dating's awkward what i should do is mic check anyway no what was i saying so whenever the movies do open guess who's not going to see new mutants with me this fucking bitch this cunt i don't want to call her a bitch but she is one she acts like one so and i'll never have any interaction with her so that's fine but she treated me like shit and though the slings and arrows of, of people's words don't affect me as much as they do, in the moment, I almost, almost let that light a little spark in me to piss me off. But I was already over the shit yesterday. Over the pharmacy little, what I perceived to be drama, which was nothing. So I said, I'm over it. People are going to be who they are, how they are. Fuck it. I don't, need, I don't need this negativity around me, so fuck her and her fucking stupid cunt ass positive vibes only bullshit hypocritical shirt fuck you enjoy no one's gonna want to date somebody like you the end having said that let's move on to the favorite part of this episode the aow minute i think this is I gotta do the intro and then I gotta keep track of this shit because it's gonna be fucking hard to. I'm also gonna speed it up because fuck. So. Here we go. Roman Public Radio presents. Infodorf presents. The AOW Minute. Episode 4. Let's see what these fine ladies are talking about this week. We now join AOW Minute. Already in progress. I can't, I don't know, like, they, they're else. claiming it's, it's real, mm -hmm. and, yeah, I, even though it makes you think, though, right, like, it does, and I don't know if you saw that Shane Dawson video that I told you about, but this, you did, you watched yeah, it? some of it, but I didn't watch all of it. What was the Chuck E. Cheese conspiracy theory thing, did you see that? No, I didn't okay, I watched a lot of it. Okay, but in that video, he talks about this pretty well-known YouTuber, her name is, yeah, Brittany Louise Taylor, she used to make videos with him, and she met someone on Tinder, and basically he turned out to be, like, they got married, they had kids, um, and he turned out to be a human trafficker. Oh my god. So that's pretty serious, but that's really scary. So I saw that, and I was like, yep, I'm not going on dates with people because I'm scared now. So, dating apps, everyone. <laughs> very scary, very, very scary. Well, have you been on a date? I have. Okay. Ah, so that's minute four of AOW Tinder. Shane Dawson already, I'm annoyed. Shane Dawson, piece of trash. YouTuber, influencer. I'm embarrassed to say that I know about Shane Dawson. I wish I didn't know. But I don't give a shit about Shane Dawson. Now, the fact that somebody meets someone on Tinder, marries them, and finds out they're human traffickers. I'm not debating whether or not that happens. I'm sure it does, but... That's like an extreme. It's like everyone you're going to meet on Tinder and marry and have kids with are going to be human traffickers. But again, you have to really get to know somebody. You really don't know anybody until you get out there and date, which I think it's kind of a detriment if you do it through the apps and shit. But what do I know? But influencers, YouTube. Of course, in this minute, she's kind of blaming the app. It's not the app. It's the people. It's never the app. I mean, the app... The app's not going to vet human traffickers or cannibals or whoever the fuck. Unfortunately, it's not going to vet Class B or Cluster 
be bipolar or narcissistic or people-pleasing or histrionic personality disorder type people either. So I'm just saying. It's not going to vet people that just love and need validation and attention. But I mean, see, my experience just yesterday with this bitch that said I was gross looking. It's not going to make me like, oh, I'm not going to go and, and date anymore. I'm not going to try and talk to people because they might think I'm gross looking. Whatever's going on in this chick's life. Cheers, salute. I hope she lives a long fucking life. Fuck her. But why would you be so childish? Thanks, I'm flattered, but I'm not interested. There's better ways to do that because, again, I'm not defending when somebody attacks a girl or fucking goes after a girl or anything like that because they were rejected. I've been rejected many times and I've never fucking been, you know, one to fly off the handle. In my mind, I might be like, well, you're a fucking bitch or whatever, but I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to attack, attack, attack. I'm going to, you know, retaliate. No. There's ways to say things like if you're not interested, just say you're not interested. Don't be like rude. Don't be a cunt. Be a person. That's all I'm saying. Dating apps, everybody. What are the odds of me going out on a date with this psycho that said I was gross looking and she turns out to be a fucking human smuggler or a psychopath? Which, very likely that at her age, 32, and with children, you know, psychologically. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm just saying. I'm not going to blame it on, you know, oh my god, watch out for Tinder, watch out for the horror stories. Yeah, bad experiences happen. Fucking, you know, it's awkward. It's not weird, it's awkward. But for them to go off on a little diatribe about YouTubers, influencers, and Shane Dawson is mind-blowing. I don't, I don't get it. Who gives a shit? Shane Dawson. I don't even know if that's really true. It's like all this stuff that they've mentioned so far, cannibals and Shane Dawson and human trafficking. Might be news stories that I don't remember. I could fact check them, but I'm not going to bother. It just seems like a lot of sensationalism, which is fine. But it, it's not really grounded in reality, is it? Like, is this really going on? Is this stopping people from to date or go on dates or or use Tinder or Bumble or whatever? not stopping them but should you scare people and be like oh a podcast of at our worst and they're those aren't even personal stories they're stories that they read about or they heard about or they saw they saw on last house on the left or the murder podcast or the serial killer pod or sword and scale or fucking whatever the fuck they're listening to up there in in canada i don't know i still love ireland i still love the uk still love utah california everywhere else where they listen so thank you New Mexico, too. And feel like I need to tap into the frequency man like Mark Maron. I don't know, it's random, but it's, it's kind of in tandem with my experience of getting called gross-looking, and now they're talking about human trafficking or, or marrying a human trafficker. How do you not know that? How do you not know if your boyfriend's into some illegal shenanigans? Come on. Now, I'm not saying about the... <coughs> <clears throat> Hold for it. I'm not referring to the content of his character, no. I'm referring to how do you not know that your husband, boyfriend is a drug dealer, a narco, a hitman, Batman, a supervillain? Then you always grow and learn with a person and try to, but how do you know he's not a cannibal? How, how can you not know that he's a cannibal? Honestly. You would know, right? I don't know. AOW. AOW. I just wish they would share more personal stories other than the hearsay and stuff that they see on YouTube. Or I think in the subsequent minute, they will discuss learning stuff about relationships from Netflix. So we have that to look forward to. Grad students, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not attacking their intelligence. I'm just saying that grad students, their knowledge theoretically typically should come from school, classrooms, books. They will mention Plato's Republic and shit, but in the interim, in the beginning, it's going to be Netflix and YouTube. <laughs> and Tinder, and Bumble, and, and whatever. Again, it's not a slight, I'm just saying this is, as you hear it, as you perceive it, this is what you have to look forward to. So I think this is... Minute four, minute four. Though it is interesting that, by that same token, you could go out and date a female psychopath, multiple personality disorder person, kind of like Crazy Jane from Doom Patrol, but still 
be able to date someone. I, I feel like I could date somebody like Crazy Jane. She's got 64 fucking personalities, and they all have superpowers. You just got to learn how to talk to her. You just got to learn how to listen. But if you right off the bat, you're like, oh, you could be a cannibal. You could be a fucking human trafficker. You could be a, a whatever. It's so scary to date. Well, let's just see. Like, the number of people, of females that watch Lifetime channel, like, horror movies or real-life crime movies or Law & Order or stuff like that. Mostly female. Dateline, all the scary shit, all the serial killer stuff, all the documentaries about home invasions and killings and shit in the news. Mostly female, I would say. I don't have the hard numbers in front of me, but I want to say they're kind of drawn and driven to by the drama. I'm not sure. Not everybody might feel that way. I don't watch the news. I don't give a fuck about the serial killer stuff. Maybe the cult stuff, which there's no new episode of The Vow yet, but why would I invite that kind of shit into my head? Like, then I wouldn't be able to sleep just thinking, oh, you know, home invasion numbers and blah, 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 and just paranoia, paranoia, paranoia. So it's true. There are online dating or dating site or just dating in general issues, as with anything. But is that going to stop us from going out and being alive? Of course, I'm not going to go and date during the pandemic. No, not until there's a shot for that. But... Come on, you're going to base stuff on Shane Dawson. You're going to base stuff on influencers and spooky news. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe we're just brainwashed to have that fight or flight gene go off in our head. If you hear that hammering, it's the fucking old man neighbor in the back. He's hammering away. I heard him cut some wood earlier in the morning and now he's back. They don't have a garage, but they built like, I think I described it already. It's like. A garage? No, it's like a car park. It's like a carport thing. It's just a sheet metal shade. And then like a sheet hanging from it, a curtain, and then a storage shed in the back, and that's it. I'm going to have to get up and check. Hold on. Anyway, what do I think about the AOW Minute? I say use your fucking head, huh? Come on. And that was AOW Minute. I don't know, but this is us how it works. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Ugh, that was a rough one. So, Raised by Wolves that I was watching earlier, Faith versus Science. The mother android's face is creepy. She has no eyes. It turns out she's an extermination droid that can fly. She turns into, like, this gray flying floating droid that does like a jesus christ pose and shoots like sound waves and burns people's faces off or a necromancer droid there's aliens on this planet now they kind of look like the prototype of the xenomorph from prometheus but they look like dogs they look like the demogorgon from stranger things which is weird I haven't finished episode three of Raised by Wolves, but I can dig it. Oh, and they just did the little, the story of the three little pigs. So the android told that story to the human kids that she kidnapped from the Ark of the religious people's ship called Heaven, ironically. But they were only allowed to read scripture, so they don't know about the tale of the three little pigs so she's telling him the story which alludes now to the name of the show raised by wolves Wink. yeah what else what else so i talked about the dating site bullshit getting called gross looking i don't know i should leave on on an upper not a downer oh getting the flu shot doesn't hurt arms a little sore Got a, just a slight bit of a runny nose, but no headache, no fever, no anything. I'm used to it. You guys should get it. Honestly, get the flu shot. Don't be, don't be like that. If you care for your safety, do it. If you can get the test, get it. Oh, I, I kind of want to touch on this shit, the Walt Flanagan shit, but it's, it's like a bummer too, man. I want to, I want to leave on an, on a high note, not a low note, but. I read about this first on Reddit, then I heard about it from my homie Amy, and then my homie Alex told me about it. So some motherless fuck. And to be honest, I don't even remember talking to this chick, if it is even still a chick, I don't even know, but 
this fucking twat from Twitter is harassing the guys or, or saying shit about them, like hacking her, spying on her, et cetera, et cetera, just off the rocker bullshit. Just to me, it sounds like just weird for the sake of weird, but I don't remember talking to her. I don't fucking, I don't know what her problem is. I, I might have tweeted her like fucking years ago, but I don't know who the fuck she is. I, I didn't even remember that she was, according to my homie Alex, but I don't, I don't fucking know. She lives in Arizona. According to the Reddit post, no, correction, Amy told me about it first, then I saw it on Reddit yesterday, then my homie Alex told me about it, so all I know is fuck Twitter. What was I saying? As soon as I stop talking, no noise, but when I start talking, hammering and sawing. What the fuck? I see the old man out there and his lanky-ass son. They're drilling or sawing, I don't know. I don't know if I want to talk about this watch. I just leave fucking Tom Steve Dave alone. The comic book man history was fun, it was cool. All I gotta say is, I'm bummed they made fucking Walt leave Twitter. I'm sure he's gonna be much happier now, but it's fucking depressing, man. Like, why are you fucking with a man and his family? Leave the family alone. Get a fucking life, man. I don't know this chick. I don't know who the fuck she is or what she wants. It's a fucking psycho. She needs help. I don't know who the fuck it is. I don't want to know who it is. I don't... This just uncalled for man there's no excuse for that it's fucking bullshit wish walt the best maybe he'll come back probably not and if my own social media extraction is anything to learn from is like you're better off not being on the bullshit it's better to be disconnected he said it before like human beings weren't meant to be this plugged in he said it on one of the episodes way back once i'm pretty sure he's right human beings should not be plugged in and they shouldn't be swarmed or swamped with all this technology i'm not gonna say what this person did but they were posting and sharing pictures of walt's family and very crude and lewd and just very poor taste disgusting edits of these pictures of his family which is totally disgusting but i'm glad that the homie alex and anybody else that saw those are reporting this shit i know amy reported that shit too a lot of people did and i'm just i'm bummed that they would try to fuck with walt like this and bum people out and just why why spread that kind of vitriol and hate and bullshit it's just someone needs help and this isn't the way to get better but the best thing for everybody to do would, would be to disconnect but i'm not gonna I'm, I'm not the one to say that you should do that but kind of glad i'm not on twitter because all this shit that i'm seeing all the stuff that keeps coming up even though i'm not on there anymore like they made fun of dak prescott for being depressed for his brother committing suicide and so they're making fun of him or they're saying you're the fucking quarterback you're the leader you should suck it up motherfucker he's a human being just like everybody else so if he's a quarterback or whatever you're still gonna get bummed out you're still gonna get depressed i get depressed i still get depressed even when i walk even when i eat good even when i do everything and one little thing like my sister or somebody will jokingly say like, oh, you're just sitting there or what are you doing? You're not doing anything? Or somebody's like, what are you doing to be productive? I'm like, what the fuck? That gets to you getting called gross, gets to you, and yeah, I have enough of that already. And then you hear somebody like well-off or well-to-do or talented like Dak Prescott is depressed and his brother commits suicide, which is fucked up. So if anyone's feeling like that, there's numbers to call and shit and suicide hotline and stuff I'm, I'm not gonna be a hypocrite and, and say that i know all that stuff i don't but i know there's help out there but there's that and then you fuck with walt and his family or why why would you do that why why would you why do we use that for for evil instead of for good which again makes me glad i'm not on and so tired of the social media drama which 168 days i think i can go all year i think i can go until i'm back in jersey before i get back on online because fuck man it's it's disgusting it's degrading it makes me feel bad for walt it makes me feel bad for his family of course because i am still a tom steve dave fan and, and i care about what happens to them and i don't want to see some fucking psycho fan fucking with them accusing them of bullshit but it's all on reddit i'm, I'm not even going to talk about it anymore it's it's disgusting but why can't we just be nicer to each other why can't we be nicer to each other? Wear your masks, get your shots, wash your hands, wash your butt. Treat each other better. Yeah, and even if I get told that I'm gross looking or disgusting or whatever, it's not going to make me go out there and hate all people. I'm just going to be a little 
tiffed and be like, all right, fuck this bitch, whatever. Rolls off my back. But to go on an assault and to go like fucking, oh, I'm going to go after this person, I'm going to report her, blah, blah, blah. Too old for this shit. We should be more mature. We should treat each other better. And if you can't stand somebody or anything, you know you don't have to be connected. So don't don't engage. I'm not saying like, Walt, well, you should you know, expect this kind of shit if you're out there. No. He should be happy, have peace of mind, should be healthy. Worry about the store, the stash, the podcast, his family, the Patreon, and everything good always. So focus on the good, not on the bad. And I'll close with a little snippet of this bitch's hypocritical shirt. Positive vibes only. So this has been Opaso's best motherfucking supercalifragilisticexistentialcrisis podcast. The best motherfucking podcast in Opaso. Roaming reigns. And I have been your humble narrator. What about you going to do the podcast? Please join. Positive vibes. Please do it. I'm not in the mood right now. But be nicer to each other. Positive vibes only. Like this fucking bitch said. Huh? With that, I shall say, take care. Take care of your sanity, your family, and your health. Until next episode, I shall say, al rato, vato, orale. Positive vibes only. Fuck it. Orale. Ah! <laughs>